subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, you guys. I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Ty's got good hair. So, Chuck, there's probably a reason uh, it was hard to find a ticket. They're all sold out, man. I I was I was thinking there'd be a, a heavy crowd, but I don't know if I expected a sellout tomorrow. I did. I got to be honest with you. I did, and it's uh, I didn't you know I didn't know they'd be six and four right now. Honestly, I thought their record might be a little bit better better than that. But I think what we're you know what we've seen this week is. You know, it's an event when the Razorbacks come to town. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I'm I'm going to be real honest with you here. Some sometimes in football, if there was a better opponent, there would probably be a better crowd. I mean, I think we know that Lipscomb is not a great opponent in basketball, but basketball is hot right now. The Razorbacks are coming to you know that's that's how they view it in Little Rock. Hogs are coming to town. We got to go. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are wondering if what kind of team they're going to see tomorrow at five o'clock and listening. Right here on ESPN Arkansas and HitThatLine.com. Must did give an update on Trevin Brazil earlier this week. Hoping to see him play. Uh, haven't necessarily seen him practice a lot this week. TB has not practiced. Uh, he's been with the trainer. You know, we'll see how he is later today when, when we're about to practice. I would anticipate him jumping in and doing some stuff today. Probably, well, not probably, won't do anything live. So if most of our practice is live, then that means... He won't be involved in much. And that was when he was asked about it on Wednesday at this point. Trevin didn't score against Oklahoma. You could tell the the ankle was bothering him. That wasn't the only reason. The team was just out of sync of sorts. Guys, is there any... I think there's actually some some good that could come out of him just not playing and then trying to get improvement and get some more scoring and get some better defense from other players. I mean, is there a chance that we don't see him tomorrow? Is he, is he going to play regardless? Well, I think this is kind of like last week. You know, I remember last week we talked about this on Friday. Well, I don't, I'm probably not going to play. Here's the deal. You know, Muss hasn't talked to us since Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying the same thing happened last week. We got all this information midweek. And I can remember saying on this show last week, well, the best part of what he said is we got two more days before there's a game. And we'll see if he can get better. What you just played was recorded over, well, almost 48 hours ago. So there's been a lot of stuff that's happened since then. And I don't know if he'll play tomorrow or not. No, to answer your question, I don't think there's benefit from him sitting out. I don't. Unless it's such that he'll play and it'll continue to hamper him and um, you know there, there will be problems down the road as a result of that. And the trainers will determine that. You know, The trainers and the doctors will determine that. Um, but, but no, I think he needs to play. This team's 6-4. and four. They got run out of the gym last week. And, uh, no, you need him out there. You've got three ball games in basically three or four weeks to get ready before the real part of the season starts. And it's been pretty real already. Yeah. But it's uh, but it's going to get even worse. No, I, th- I think he needs to play if he can play. I think the missed practices are a bigger deal than missing a game. I mean, this is a team trying to put it together. And, 
there's a lot more hours spent in practice right now than there is in the games, and not having him for that is is where you build the chemistry. So I think they've missed him all week, and yeah, the game you want him to be out there for the you know the, the public performance, but being at the practices and missing those, I think, is a, a bigger deal. Well, I don't know if it's bigger, but it's big. And um, I mean, for the long term of the team, it's. Big. I understand what you're saying. I I I, th- I think that um. um I think maybe we can read a little too much into this. I mean, I, th- I think he's going to be okay, and I think everything's going to be fine, and I don't think him you know, not going live with him uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday really really cripples him. But I get what you're saying. I mean, they're better when he's out there working every day. But um, I suspect he'll, he'll, he'll try to do a little bit uh, tomorrow, but I don't know that. I mean, I haven't talked to him. So um, I don't think what happened last week, was a result of him being hurt necessarily. You do have some intriguing games in the conference this weekend. LSU's taking on Texas. Houston's taking on A&M. You got the Champions Classic with North Carolina and Kentucky. Uh, Creighton's taking on Alabama. Alabama had a great game with Purdue last week. And then USC and Bronny James are taking on Auburn on Sunday. That's a game I'm pretty interested in. So I know Where's our, that game going to be played? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's in... The I didn't ju- mean to put you on the No, spot you're good. There. I think it's in the jungle, but I'll double check on that. Uh, that is, uh, to me, yeah, it's in Auburn, Chuck. So, again, no you're going to be kind of under the radar in the SEC. But I think because of this, and you brought this up earlier, Tommy, you're not really going to pay attention to bowls until we get at the end of December because there's really no bowls worth watching this weekend. The NFL is going to capture a lot of people's attention with three games being on Saturday. But, guys, I think this might be the first weekend where some of our audience kind of turns the page a little bit towards basketball because there's no college football to really satisfy your appetite. I know we have some NFL fans listening that will be diehards, but this is more of a college sports audience, I think. At least that's what I read. So I think this could be a weekend where you see some fans watch some more SEC games outside of just Arkansas at 5 o'clock. Well, maybe so. You know, you might. Um I think people do pay attention to the bowl games, maybe more than they admit. I think that they probably, and by they, I mean, you know, everybody that's part of the college football landscape, I think they depend on gambling and betting and things like that to drive interest toward the games. I'm always reminded of something I read a couple of years ago that, you know, I think North Carolina and Duke played a regular season college basketball game, and at the time it was the most watched regular season game that year by a wide margin, but... That was, but the number was still right about maybe even a little bit less than the average viewership for the least watched bowl game. Oh, wow. So people do watch it. I mean, there's a reason why ESPN wants all these games and puts them on because um, you know, people may not have a rooting interest in either team. And you're right, in our part of the woods, so to speak, our neck of the woods, if you're a Razorback fan, you're paying attention to the Razorbacks. Uh, but I do think people... I do think people nationwide pay attention to these bowl games more than we might think. In college football country, if your team's not playing, you lose interest. I don't know that it's necessarily that way all around the country, but I think people will be watching. There's a few good bowl games out there, but I'm you know I'm kind of like you, Ty. I'm not going to plan my weekend around it. Yeah, you do have the Cowboys playing a, a very important game this weekend against Buffalo, Kansas City. Again, not trying to drop three straight as they'll take on New England. I know Bill Belichick oftentimes has something in store for Patrick Mahomes. I know those are two big games this weekend, but like that that 
I, I'm very curious at Auburn. Not that I'm not curious about Lipscomb, Abilene Christian, and then also UNC Asheville, but I've I just want to see what Arkansas's first conference game could look like. And I know that's basically two and a half weeks away, but that is again kind of set the tone for the season. We know Arkansas hasn't necessarily gotten off to a good start in conference play. I kind of want to see what they're kind of having in store when they take on the Tigers at the beginning of January. Well, I think they'll play well because they'll be in Bud Walton Arena, and that's what we've seen so far. This team's played well in Bud Walton Arena, and they've not played particularly well consistently in other places. Um, you know, that's that's one of the reasons, quite honestly, that I, I, I think when we get into conference play and go out on the road, that that's where there's there's, you know, a lot of what you're doing right now on the practice floor that we've talked about is for those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect Arkansas to play well at home. Um, there's nothing that we've seen so far that indicates to me that they wouldn't be favored to win pretty much every game they play at home. Yeah, I wouldn't bet against them at Bud Walton Arena. Um, so I would expect I would expect Arkansas to play well in that game. Now I think what's gonna I think where we're gonna begin to find some things out is right after that when you go to Georgia and Florida in succession. Um, I think those are uh, uh, that's that's in early January, and I guess that's right after Auburn. And we've talked about you can't afford to stumble out of the gate in conference play. And you're absolutely right when you say that. But you got to win road games to avoid that. You look at the schedule; you're going to have to win road games to avoid stumbling out of the gate in conference play. So I think they'll do well against Auburn, and if they can shore up some of the things that are ailing them. Uh, maybe they can get a uh, you know maybe they can get a win out on the road early on in the conference season too. You brought up something important about bowl season. That's the betting aspect. Even last night in a terrible, terrible Sunday night game, I'm sitting with a bunch of morning rest listeners that have all these different bets. You had the Las Vegas Raiders put up the most points they've ever had in history. Two backup quarterbacks. I mean, it was just an awful game. And yet, I found myself in the midst of parlays and in-game bets and all this other stuff because. It's football on, and there's football on again this weekend, not just in college, but the NFL. I like th- there are some intriguing matchups, absolutely. Like I, I'm excited to see Missouri against Ohio State. You don't know who they're going to trot out at quarterback for the Buckeyes. Missouri's trying to end their season on a high note this morning, or this uh, this year. Ole Miss at Penn State, of course, Alabama and Michigan battling for that national championship spot. But I think, and I brought this up with Tommy before the show, Chuck. It, it's already diminished to a certain extent. And I think you've said this before, and I agree with you. Like next year, starting next year, it, it it's almost like, I, I don't know if I'll be paying attention to any of it unless Arkansas is involved until the playoff because it just completely, it completely diminishes bowl season, I think. I'm there now. You're there now? It's not going to take till next year for me. I'm there now. Um, my interest in bowl season will be if I sit down in my recliner and I'm going to watch some television. I'm at a time in my day when I'm done. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch TV. There's a bowl game on, I'll watch it. At least part of it. If it's a good game, I'll keep watching it. But for me, I have to be honest, and I love college football. Um, For me, it's about the playoff this year, and I'm not really paying attention all that much to any of the other games. Uh, I can't name a single bowl game out there other than the playoff that if you were to say, what game are you looking forward to? I'd have to grab my phone here and start looking at the games because none of them stand out to me. And um, I'm not saying that's necessarily bad, but I think it's going to get even worse mm-hmm. when you got 12 teams in the playoff. But I'll admit I'm already there. Yeah. Now, 
being Arkansans, one thing we might, you know, we're in that recliner about noon tomorrow. One thing that go. might interest you, Harding in the national championship in Division Two football. I don't know how many Arkansans will tune Is that in. on television? Yeah. Uh, ESPNU. Yeah. Okay. So I think there'll be people that take in a, at least some of that game. And, I mean, I think we all I – mean, Who's not going to get behind Harding and root for the Bisons tomorrow if you if you if you live here? I remember when I was a kid, and um, you know, it was the NAI then, and Harold Horton had UCA rolling, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember watching them in the championship game. I don't know that I've watched them play before, and probably haven't watched a full game since. If you want to get right down to it and be mm-hmm. perfectly honest, but um, I can remember watching that and. We've seen at times the smaller schools in our state make a run in a basketball tournament postseason. People tend to pay attention to it. Little Rock, um, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, take a little, you know, take some take some state pride in that. Yeah. I don't know how many people in Fayetteville, unless they've had a family member or they're part of that church, um, follow Harding, you know, very frankly. But it's an Arkansas school, and I yeah. think there will be people paying attention, yes. They're I mean, underdogs. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Are they? That's Harrison app, yeah. Playing play what, Colorado School of the Mines? Yep, so, who was the runner-up last mimes, year. Not Mimes, but Mines. Mines, M-I-N-E-S. Now, the Colorado yeah. School of the Mimes might be pretty entertaining to yeah, yeah, watch, too, good. but that's not who they're playing. It is yeah. cool. It, what, what's unique about Harding is, again, they run the wishbone. Maybe that's where Jim Harbaugh should coach, the Colorado School, school of, of the, the Mimes. mimes. Yeah, so he doesn't, so he doesn't talk. Um, well, I mean, all the signals, like Chuck was saying. I do. I, I think <laughs> we have a lot of listeners that grew up playing high school or middle school ball that ran that offense. Like, this is, again, we're in a new age of football. Spread it out. Throw it all over the yard. But a good chunk of our audience, like, it was, it was ground and pound. It was three yards in a cloud of dust. And I think it's, like, you go back and you revert every once in a while in, in sports. And, again, it's kind of refreshing to see someone. And, like, that's why I like watching Army and Navy because you see like the triple option and stuff. You don't see that in college football. They're, again, bringing an old philosophy and still perfecting it. They have the most rushing yards in D2 history this year. They broke that last week. Man. They have like over... You boned up on yeah, this, yeah. Over five, it's like over 5,000 rushing yards that they've had at this point. So I think it's kind of cool because yeah. I think our listeners well, remember playing in that back in the I would day. be far more interested in watching that game than, than a lot of what's in the bowl schedule. Now, I think the NFL is going to suffocate a lot of things. Now... All three of those games tomorrow are on the NFL Network, and I think most people have that channel, but it's not as readily available. As, Is that really right? Oh, yeah, that well, stinks. What it says on my uh, ESPN app that uh, they're all on the uh, the network. At so, least it's not a prime, right? So, um, point being, I think that Harding game is vastly more entertaining to me than than, than what's on the bowl schedule. I think it kind of depends on where you are and what your interests are. I think there will be some people in Arkansas that pay attention. There'll be a lot of people in the central part of the state that pay attention. Uh, let's just be frank, because the media in Little Rock, because Cersei's right there in their backyard, will cover it more than perhaps you know someone who's stationed in Fayetteville will. Uh, that's not a knock on anybody. That's just reality. But yeah, I think there are parts of our state where um, people will pay attention. So Parts where they won't. You know, it's just kind of how it is. Outside of the, again, the national semifinal between Michigan and Alabama, which should be a, a great game. By the way, for those that don't know, Jalen Milrow announced yesterday on a, uh, a Birmingham sports radio show that he is coming back to school next year. So you're going to have to deal with him. Well, I say that. You don't play him next year. But the SEC is going to have to deal with him next season. I think the two games that I'm actually intrigued that I'm actually going to watch probably start to finish outside of that playoff is Florida State and Georgia even though players have already opted out, including one of Florida State's best wide receivers, 
and then Ohio State and Missouri, like I brought up. But really outside of that, like you're saying, Chuck, nothing else is appointment television for me. And you're saying, really, it's no games at this point. I don't even think Florida State and Georgia ought to play. I mean, I really don't. They don't want to be there. They're both mad about being there. I don't even think they ought to play. And I'm still not totally convinced they're going to. I mean, I guess they will. But uh, um, I, I just don't uh, – Florida State doesn't want to be there. I mean, they're uh, – hey, they got daily conspiracy theories going down there, man. They don't have time to get ready for a game. They got conspiracy <laughs> theories to concoct. What so did, I, I just I – don't, I, don't, I don't see the point. What did you all think about their attorney general who is a Florida grad – Again, send that letter. She's running for governor. She's trying to get votes. She's running for governor. All the politicians are waiting in because it's in their best interest. What are they going to do? I mean, really, what are they going to do besides make noise? There's nothing they can do. I was going to say, I don't think they have any legal legal jurisdiction. They have none. Here's what they can do. They can write a resolution. They can pass it. They can stand before all the people in the state and say, by God, we're going to fight for our people no matter what. pound their fist and then they'll you know and as in the case of the attorney general down there she's already a candidate for governor that's what this is about and uh they're not going to do anything there's nothing they can do you weren't running for office you'd have nothing to say uh uh, go ahead chuck no it's fine I, i i do have a question though we've heard the phrase the rising tide lifts all boats is the national semifinals going to be affected by what we what we perceive to be a lesser bowl watching season like are there no. going to be it's not it's not going to be fake again it's on january 1st it's on new year's eve when it's on new year's eve it hasn't rated as well than it has when it's on new year's day which it this year so you'll get back on monday you'll have the day off for most of you and it's at 345 and 745 i think i didn't think it would but someone asked me that yesterday it's like with the bad bowl season is that going to affect the playoff i got thinking too much I think that's too much analysis. Um, I think people are going to watch the college football playoff. I think that's the only thing that large numbers of people will watch. I do think the numbers for the other bowl games will be good enough that ESPN is going to continue to do it. But we're going to see, I think, over the next five years, uh, we're going to see bowl games drop off. Mm -hmm. And um, some people may think that's good. I personally don't, but I know some people do. Uh, But... I think we'll see a drop-off there. I think some of these bowls will die. You know, I was looking. You were talking about bowl games, a bunch of them tomorrow. Uh, I noticed the Independence Bowl in Shreveport's being played tomorrow. Mm. You know, and I thought about all the things that little bowl in that town um, have had to do to survive. You know, they've played on New Year's Eve. They've played after New Year's Day. Now they're playing on the 16th of December. They have been all over the road in terms of kickoff time, kickoff day, who's played whom. I mean, it's uh, um, I give them credit for surviving. But every year I wonder if it's you know not going to be the last go-round for them. So I think about these semifinal games with Alabama and Michigan and Washington and Texas. Texas has won a national championship within the last two decades. Alabama, of course, won a bunch. Washington, it's it's been a while. And then you think about Michigan, who won one in the 90s as well. For these kids, maybe it's their only opportunity to ever get on this one. Tommy, you've talked about this before. We, we've seen guys already enter the transfer portal. Is this the first year we see someone opt out for the NFL? Oh, I, is there a we've already I, seen it, just scrubs. We've already seen players the, for all these teams opt out this year. They're just not stars. Well, well, here, okay, I, I need to rephrase. 
transfer portal-wise, guys have entered the portal. Is this the first year you see a player on one of those four schools opting out for the NFL draft? Oh, the draft? Yeah, I, I, I didn't phrase that correctly. You said that's coming. And mm-hmm. initially when you said that, I was like, I don't think that's right. And the more I, I got about it, I was like, there's so much money. I hope a quarterback, but do we see that in the next month? Not a, for the NFL draft. No. Not for the NFL draft. Okay. I don't, not, I don't, not I don't, I don't think do so. Do we see it when it moves to 12 next These year? These guys are getting paid now, Ty. They're getting paid. These players are getting paid. You know, when you don't play, you don't get paid. So um, I think they'll play. Yeah. I think I, all of them will play. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll opt out and go to the NFL. Now you're going to see guys who don't start and don't play. Who are going to leave anyway. They're yeah. already in the portal. But guys, no. I. I don't. I don't think a guy that's NFL ready. Um, if you don't play in this game and you're NFL ready, I can't help but believe you're killing your draft stock see, because I, you're not a gamer. Yeah. That's what you're, not, you're a not a teammate. You're not a teammate. Yeah, exactly. I do think maybe not the stars of the game, but you'll because they're already well healed at their colleges. But you'll see guys that will opt out at some point in a bowl game because of where they're headed in the portal and the money that's better on the other side of the portal. Yeah, that's happened. I think already. But I, I'm thinking, well. I don't know about you know the good players. You're you know if 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 you're going to get a substantial increase in portal money, you got to be a good player. Yeah. And why would you not play in a game that could even increase your value even more? Um, the, the guys who are unhappy and who aren't going to play will leave, but the ones who are going to play are going to stay. Here, here's going to be the, uh, the, the thing that I think gets the players. With the increase of games, you will have some people and some players said that this is a chance more likely for you to get injured. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but what's going to happen is when they move to 12 this next year, I don't know if we'll see in the first year, but at some point in time, you will see a notable player that has been convinced, rightly or wrongly, hey, these extra games are going to be wear and tear on your body, and it's going to hurt your well, NFL draft. They're already doing that. Yeah. They're already doing that. And as good that's as the good NIL money is, the NFL money for the top tier is mm-hmm. exponentially more. So, I, I hope it doesn't happen this year, the next month. But I do think once it moves yeah. to twelve, we will see that. And at once some you point. get a little taste of some of that money, you don't want that tap to get turned off either by by injury. Celebrate the magic of Christmas at the Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in the historic Venetian Dining Room this Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. From 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., your Christmas dinner includes a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required must have a credit card to hold reservation. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Call or text the McClarty Daniel hotline at 877-377-6963. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. When you're looking for a new car, you want to shop for a vehicle you love with an organization you trust. You've probably heard that McCarty Daniel means making deals, but what I'm inspired by the most is that McCarty Daniel means making a difference in our community. When you buy a vehicle with McCarty Daniel, you reinvest right here in the community, in our schools, in our little leagues, in our food banks, and our people. So you're not just making a purchase, you're making a difference too. Come see us at any of our six locations in Northwest Arkansas.
Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. We've got a lot of questions the last couple weeks about KJ Jefferson's future. And I've said openly that I think at some point in time he's going to transfer from the University of Arkansas. We had Taylor Green on earlier this week. I thought he was really good. Really appreciate him joining us and kind of giving his thoughts on a, on a variety of different things. Chuck, you kind of talked about it yesterday, and I, it, it kind of sparked a thought to me. So again, I think he's gone, right? But I just want to take us back in his five years at Arkansas because I think he deserves respect when he does ultimately leave. I don't know if he's going to get it from the majority of fans. I hope they do. I've seen kind of two different lines of thinking of that with Rocket Sanders leaving, with Chris Poupal leaving, who have been the most notable transfer portal exits to this point so he comes in kj comes in to arkansas after a two and ten season right more's his first year he's two and ten he's a four-star kid he's he comes anyway right then they go two and ten the following year he gets to play a little bit has that drive against mississippi state plays against lsu gets injured and then there's potential for him to start and play next year what happens Felipe Franks, they bring him in. He sits out as a backup the majority of the season, gets to play at the Missouri game with Felipe's ribs. And then you have the following season where you have your best season in 10 years. You had the best season that Arkansas has had in a decade with him at starting quarterback. Was Traylon Burks had a lot to do with that? Absolutely. Grant Morgan, Hayden Henry, Bumper Pool, other guys, super seniors? Absolutely. But he was the guy that was leading that charge. Then... The year, the year after, didn't go according to plan, 6-6. Six and six. He gets injured. He plays through some of the stuff. It was a down year relative to maybe your expectations. Then last year, he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't look fully invested, and it doesn't go according to plan. You made a bad offensive coordinator hire, and it just didn't work out to this point. But I, again, the 2021 season is the best you've had in the last decade. You beat Texas. You beat the tar out of your most hated rival to me i hope when he makes an announcement in the coming days or a week and whatever it does i hope we see this fan base wish him well on our airwaves on social media on other places and he could transfer to another inner sec school we'll have to wait and see but that is at least my hope that we see that to this point and i think the quarterback transfer portal is there's more players there than he initially thought and really college football coaches thought. Maybe he's not getting the offers that he thought he would. But wherever he lands, even if it's another SEC school, I just hope this fan base reacts accordingly when it comes to his future. Yes, so do I. And um, I think they will. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's just complicated. On one hand, you, you know, you look at things that you know you wish KJ could do and do differently on the field, and then... You know, people want to talk about his passing and, you know, he, you know, and I, I really kind of chuckle when people talk about he, well, he can't read a defense. Well, what do you know about reading defense? You know, <laughs> you know but, 
But, you know, there's just clearly some timing stuff there. But then on the other hand, you know, you could counter that, that, that thought and that argument. With, well, how does he have all these school records? How did how he get to the point? And you can say, well, he stayed for four years. Well, but you still got to be pretty good even if you stay for four years. There's a lot of players up there, Chuck, you've seen over the years that had a lot of years under their belt, and they don't hold any records. I mean, so, I mean, it's, to me, it's just complicated with KJ. He's a really good quarterback that, you know, everybody wished you'd just won a few more games along the way, and I get that. But, I mean, you don't hold all those records because you were terrible. Well, I just hope he makes a decision soon because I think that that's what people want more than anything. They can uh, approach this in all kinds of different ways from a myriad of angles. But um, I think more than anything, people just want him to tell him what he's going to do. Yeah. That's, 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 that's honest. I mean, we're not, that's the reason we're talking about it yeah. is because he's not said yet what he's going to do. That, that's what people want to hear. I'm, I'm and tired of the conversation. Unfortunately, unfortunately, when things like this happen, the longer it drags out, the less appreciation people do have for what you did before because they're a little bit irritated because you're not telling <laughs> you're not telling them what you're going to do on my timeline yeah. and um that's kind of what's happening right now but it's to that point it's his decision it's his timeline and i know that there, oh, you're right there you're have right. been discussions between him and i would guess sam Pittman and bobby petrino amongst other things and talking with teammates and whatnot i I, I just I wonder what the reaction is going to be, and I think it's it, it's twofold, right? If he goes to an inner SEC school, you're going to see a different reaction from our fan base, I think, than you would if he goes outside of this league and outside of an opponent that are that is on Arkansas's schedule at this point. We've already seen some announcements uh, with quarterbacks in this league. Jalen Miller announces he's coming back. Jackson Dart, Tommy, we talked about this. So Kiffin said Dart was coming back. Dart's like, I hadn't made a decision yet, so that's kind of an intriguing storyline coming out of Oxford, but I think this fan base is going to react differently if he transfers out of this league. I think they're going to act a lot differently, to be honest. Well, I mean, I think think people don't, you know, you talk out both sides of your mouth. Don't want him as my quarterback, but don't want to play him if he's quarterback somewhere else. So, you know, I don't know. Hey, I'm going to admit, I'm going to throw my hand. I don't even know what to say. I mean, you're talking about KJ. I don't even know how to respond. I mean, I don't even know what to say. We've seen him play. He's been a great player. He's got a decision to make. He hadn't made it. I'm ready for him to make it. You are, Tommy. Everybody's ready for him to tell us what they're tell us what he's going to do. He's already made his decision. Don't kid yourself. He knows what's going to happen. He's just not told us yet. Well, that's that's what's uh, that's 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 what's getting under people's skin. But I got to be honest with you. When people bring up KJ now, what do you think he's going to do? My, I have my stock answer. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, and, and and with every day that passes, I care less. Or, or, I mean, I just do. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted with the conversation. I'm exhausted Me with too. the question. That's where I'm at. Me too. But one thing you got to realize in all this, guys, once he declares and says he's not coming to Arkansas, he's entering the portal, all of his leverage is gone. That's why you got to have your deal buttoned up wherever you're going because once you are out where you're at, you have no leverage. You have, you, you, you've relinquished all, all control of the process that you're trying to go through. Mm-hmm. And there have been... Go ahead, Chuck. No, that's all right. You you keep it going here. Well, there have been some quarterbacks at this point that have announced where they're going to school, and there's still some really notable ones that have not made a decision, at least publicly just yet. I think why that's important is because if you look at where KJ is going to be slotted, not necessarily from our rankings, but other national perspectives, he's going to be 
outside the top 15. So to your point, I I don't know if he, I think he's made the decision of that he's leaving, but I don't know if he's made the decision or gotten to the agreement like you're saying, Tommy, that where he's landing. I think there's two different, I think that's two different facets of this conversation. I think that again, he knows he's leaving, but I don't know if he's found his destination yet because if he found it, then he would have already announced The Year of the Sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings Sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I don't know if we've ever let off this update starting with track, but we're going to do so this morning with Jaden Hibbert, who just claimed the Bowerman Trophy. For those that don't know what that is, it is the Heisman Trophy of track and field. He was undefeated this year in the triple jump. He's the youngest member ever to win this award. Arkansas had several finalists, but hadn't had a winner. Uh, the first freshman to do it, the first Jamaican to do it. Uh, Chuck, just kind of reading through this, I was I was just shocked that, again, the first, 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 you just kept seeing it over and over that all he was able to accomplish this year. This would be like a freshman winning the Heisman Trophy in college football. That's what it would be like. And so you think about that and how remarkable that would be. And, um, hey, when you're a triple jumper at Arkansas – uh, Mike Conley's always the standard. I mean, that's the name that always comes up. And he's not the only great one they've had. They've had some other great ones. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to him. That is a um, uh, – that is a – that's some kind of honor right there. I mean, to win – basically be awarded the top track individual award as a freshman in college. That's um, – that doesn't happen every day. Speaking Never of, happened before, I guess. Yeah, speaking of honors, Jill Gillen and Taylor Head named All-Americans in volleyball. Hannah Hogue was an – honorable mention all-american arkansas volleyball hasn't had an all-american since 98 they've never had two all-americans in the same year jason watson again did a fantastic job this season and worthy awards divvied out to those three other news this morning joey sua a former benville high school player entered the transfer portal arkansas razorback offensive lineman tommy i saw arizona state was in his house the other night maybe he ends up going there but uh one of the offensive linemen you probably reffed him at some point didn't you yeah yeah he uh because he i think he played two years at benville that sounds in. right yeah, yeah from california right, right? So, mom moved i think his mom got a job at walmart i i, I may not have all those details right but yeah i mean it, it, it didn't take long to figure out who the d1 lineman was just watching him in warm-ups and nope. stretch lines nope it was not and also yesterday i know miss lisa is going to be sad about this uh arkansas defensive end deshaun stewart was arrested for burglary and criminal mischief in mm. fayetteville uh he has been according to coach Pittman, uh he has been indefinitely suspended so we will see 
<laughs> what happens with uh, that case moving forward. As one fan told me yesterday, well, guess that opens up another scholarship. Well, I guess we'll see how that plays out. Yep. That is going to do it for your hog update. It is brought to you by our friends at Mr. Sparky. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. All right, as we close down, getting close to the end of the year, we do have Arkansas basketball to look forward to tomorrow. We have also some NFL games this week. and got three NFL games on Saturday. Tommy, you mentioned them all being on the NFL Network. So we do have some games to pick this weekend as we welcome in our friend Sean from the Fencemen in here. Sean, how are you doing on this Friday as we close to Christmas? Have you done your Christmas shopping yet? We still haven't completed it. Um, we started... Uh Last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's my so, man right there. So, yeah, so we, we, we left the office and just we went after it and stayed out to about 9 o'clock and then went home and had a uh, adult beverage and went to sleep. Mm, shopping will make you do that. Traffic right now will make you do yeah, that. Tommy was uh, on his Watch Your oh. Beef Wednesday. He was mad about the traffic. No, well, I mean, it's just it's packed right now. Everybody trying to, to do what you're talking about here, get their shopping done. Well, hopefully everyone is this holiday season. We're going to get our picks done as we get into our Fence Man Friday. Fence Man Friday picks. Call the Fence Man for all kinds of fences, controlled access, and custom iron projects. 479-782-3936. The Fence Man. We ain't afraid of no work. Tommy, you brought up the Hardy game. 12 o'clock tomorrow against Colorado School of the Mines. Harding is a three and a half point underdog in this one. I'm going to take the Bison to pull the upset against the defending runner-up from last season. What are you thinking about it's going to happen on ESPNU tomorrow at 12 o'clock? Well, tell me what you think about their quarterback. Oh, he's great, man. Runs that uh, wishbone to perfection. <laughs> What's his they name? They lead the uh, – it's not important. <laughs> not important. I, I, can we just say we're all going to pick Harding and move on? I, I'm picking Harding. I, I mean, yeah, I'll take Harding because that's who I'm, I'm going to root for. Couldn't name me a player on the team. Chuck, I know you follow this extensively, <laughs> man. I know you've been up and down watching every player. Give me the oh. Bisons. Yeah. That's bison. who I'm going with. Yeah. Give me the Bisons. <laughs> the Bisons. Going Bisons too, Sean? Sure, why not? Yeah. Right. Sure, uh, why not? Remind me who the starting left guard is. I can't quite yeah. remember, Ty. Ah, uh, that's not important. Break yeah. it down for us, Ty. <laughs> we'll Break it down for us. It really is not important at this point. <laughs> I'll tell you what's important for a lot of fans listening. It's Dallas Cowboys. They run a 4-4 or a 4-3 defense. They what run a wishbone on offense. I know that. <laughs> they lead the country in rushing. Uh, Dallas Cowboy fans, massive game this weekend as you're traveling up to Buffalo to take on Josh Allen and the Bills. Cowboys are two and a half point underdogs in this one. I'm going to ask this and then go to a couple player props. Tommy, do the Dallas Cowboys get an upset win in Buffalo who's still vying for an AFC playoff spot? All right, legitimate question because I am look. What's the weather forecast up there? Because, man, you talk about Ooh, making a difference. Mm-hmm. Great question. I mean, in Buffalo, I mean, we, you know, it's going to be if I okay say, here for December, but, I mean, if you, you know, I don't know what it's going to be in Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York, as of Sunday, is, oh, a high of 49 and a low of 43. How about oh. them Cowboys? Give me the Cowboys. I don't like I, I If you told like me uh, 12 degrees and snow in the forecast, I'd go the other way. But Yep. I agree. Chuck, I know I call them the fraud boys all week, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the weather. I'm going to take the Cowboys to cover in this one, Chuck. What's the line? Uh, Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys. What are you thinking, Sean? 
Well, I have one of my guys who's just a massive Cowboy fan. So, Cowboy, I here we go. Gonna, I thought you were going to say Bills. Dak Prescott, <laughs> Dak Prescott, guys, has an over-under of passing yards right now of 279.5 and a passing touchdown of 1.5. Does he get both of those this weekend, Tommy? Does he go for 280-plus passing yards and two-plus touchdowns against the Buffalo Bills defense who just – Really shut out Patrick Mahomes last week. He'll have the two touchdowns, two eighty. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, he'll he'll get that. He's on my fantasy team. I'm in the playoffs. He's going to go over, Chuck. He's going to get over that point this week. No, he will not. No. He will not go over. He I'm will with, not go over. But the Cowboys will win. I'm with Chuck. <laughs> no way. He's not doing it. No, they'll win, but not like that. Oh well. All right, <laughs> might last, be the only way they win though. Uh, <laughs> we do not. The Arkansas basketball line will be out a little later at some point this morning, this afternoon. So we're going to bring up a game that we brought up earlier with a caller, Florida. It, I was almost said it, the Florida A and M Rattlers taking on Howard. Florida A and M is six and a half point favorites. In their bowl game, guys. What's their quarterback's name again? I can't remember. He's a rattler, man. <laughs> He's a rattler. <laughs> Tommy, what do you think happened? Florida they, A&M. Florida A&M yeah. pulls it out. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go Rattlers. They didn't have a great outing when they were last in Fayetteville, but I'm taking the Rattlers in this one, Chuck. Me too. I mean, I got my coin out. I've been flipping my <laughs> coin all through this today. Because yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll go with FAMU. What are you thinking, Sean? I'm, I'm going to go opposite of you guys, just, just to be different. Just to be different. Just right? to be different. Who's the other team? <laughs> Howard. Howard. Yeah. I guess it's the Howard Bison. Howard. I think yeah. that's Bison. right. Oh. I think that's right. Maybe Buffalo. Forgetting their- Howard's a great university. I don't know anything about their football team, though. Where uh, Gus Johnson went to school, if I remember that right. That's my favorite broadcaster out there, outside of you, of course, Chuck. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua Sign Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua Sign Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua Sign Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. Some mistakes often get made around the holidays. You think about waiting too long to get a gift and maybe it goes out. Here are guys, here are five, and I want you to tell me which one you think you're the worst about. Creating unrealistic expectations, (laughs) using Christmas as a bribe for your best friend, your kids, well, as whatever. A parent, as a parent, that's all you've got, you know. Becoming a holiday martyr. Like, I'm going to sacrifice all this for you to do this, or do the opposite, just being a Grinch. And then, neglecting the give list. Not necessarily giving back during the holidays to this point. I would say that I have been bad in years past about behaving like a Grinch. I have been irritable <laughs> around the holidays. I have been uh, not not thankful enough for the things I've been given, the parents I've had, or the parents I have, the relationships, the friends, the workplace, and all that. 
that is probably my biggest mistake is acting like, frankly, a jackass around the holidays. <laughs> and I'll be full full disclosure, uh, cards on the table. Don't sell yourself short. It's more than just the holidays. Yeah, it's more than that's fair. What is y'all's biggest mistake that you guys make? I think it's the, the, I think of the second one you gave there, unrealistic expectations. You want to give the perfect gift. You want to find the right thing. Um, you, you want to make Chris, to me, Christmas is supposed to be this magical, you know, two or three days in the calendar year. And it, it just, you know, it ends up with, with people yelling and screaming because we can't get the, the, the stuff out of the oven on time or we can't get whatever, you know, just the, the normal frustrations that, uh, that, that, that leads you, that push you to the edge. That's the thing right now. I was talking about traffic the other day. I mean, just the, the, the hustle and the bustle of the holidays can just push you right to the edge right now. That's the, you know, that's the bad part about it is the pressure and the hustle yes. and the bustle and yeah. all that. that. That's that's the thing that, you know, for old grouchy guys, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you know, kind of messes it up. I want to go Ron Burgundy. Sometimes. I want to, I want to. I want to sip hot chocolate on a mountaintop. That's what I well, want to do. <laughs> look, I will. I will admit. I will admit. <laughs> for 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 me in the holidays, my 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 biggest transgression is I wait until the last minute, uh, and then the pressure builds, and so with the pressure building, you become even more impatient, and the traffic gets even worse, and that moron in line in front of you exactly. gets even dumber. And, um, and so for me, a lot of sticker. it is just putting it off. It's just putting it off and, you know, until the last little bit. And when yeah. you do that, it, you know, it doesn't always come together. And then you're out there in the driveway pacing, waiting on the, the FedEx driver to show up to bring the thing you end up having to get online. And it's Christmas Eve and it's four o'clock and he's not here yet. And your party starts in an hour. Uh, what is he doing? <laughs> Titus says he hasn't felt the Christmas spirit in a number of dis- different years. He texts that on the uh, McCarty Daniel hotline. He's asking you, Tommy, if he uh, if you rent some cabin and go skiing at this time of year. I haven't been in a year. I would love to. Is that an invite? I would love to go. Chris in Fayetteville says, my problem is I don't give people Christmas lists because if I need to buy it for myself, I don't, I don't feel right about it. I, at a certain point, like when people ask you what you want, do you tell them? What age did you tell them, hey, I don't need anything. I'm, I'm good. Or do they? Do I you never still, say that. You never no. say that. I say I need some no. socks. You know, maybe a pair of flannel pajamas. You know, maybe uh, you know, I need a whatever. You know, new pair of house shoes. Yeah. Not anything extravagant. You know, it's not like Ty. I, you know, I really wish you give me a new car this year. I mean, uh-huh. I know you. You know, you're pulling back enough change to do that now. But um, no, nah, you know, just uh, just you know, something small, something yeah. nice, something you need. You can always find a you know a golfer or or, or someone that loves yeah. to fish. You can always find dozen golf balls. Yeah, you know you can always find something that a golfer wants or a fi- or someone that loves to fish. Or well, if you want to get if you want to get Chuck and I a dozen golf balls, you're more than welcome to do that. Oh, Pro B ones, of course. Like, Why well, I, I play golf? Me, I've seen you play. You I don't play, need to be hitting. I Pro play B1. golf. I'm not a uh, a Pro B one. Bart's with you, man. He agrees with you, Chuck. He says you're not What's alone. That? He's, he says you're not alone this morning when it comes to, okay. I, say, I guess, accepting gifts. I just, I feel weird at 29 years old when my aunt or anyone else still asks me, even my parents, like on my birthday, I was like, you don't have to give me anything. I'm good. And they got me this, this cool golf bag, which I'm excited to fly with my crappy golf game wherever it takes me in the United States. But Oh, you got a travel bag. I huh? did. Yeah. It's, wow, uh, it's that's big. Carrying hard on. shell, soft shell. Uh, hard shell, and it's got Ooh, a shoe. Wow. It's got hey. a shoe pouch and golf 
ball pouch. Now too. we know who to borrow one from when we go on our yeah. golf trip. I will let you do that. Hey, I've got a hard shell and a soft shell. I'm going to tell you. Uh, you got two? <laughs> Ahoy, the boy. hard shell, if I had it to do over again, I would not have bought the hard shell. Oh, I'm really? I'm just going with the soft shell. Okay. I've got one but, uh, in our storage building. that well, uh, It becomes that cumbersome. When you yeah. travel with a hard shell, it's cumbersome. I'm yeah. glad we're bringing up travel. Now, I, I never, I know this is going to surprise you and Chuck, I never watch the news, ever. <laughs> Yeah. Ever. Oh, no. no I, you, you seem like the most well-read person. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. There's no sarcasm. That's shocking. Yeah. I yeah. did see this, uh, what is it called, a ticker when it's doing the... Do, 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 yeah. do, that yep. Southwest might be coming to XNA soon. So here's a mistake, XNA. I know we got Tyson execs, Walmart execs, Governor Sanders is listing, Senator Bozeman, travel, Senator Cotton. Travel reporter. Yes. Travel reporter. Go Who, ahead. Whoever has power to make this happen, for the love of God, make it happen. Please make bags fly free happen in Northwest Arkansas. I know Tulsa's close. I know the Little Rock's close, but they're trying to add them in 2024. And it would just be the most glorious yeah. thing ever if Southwest was added to I'm, Northwest Arkansas. Here, 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 here. Please. You have finally said something I think we can all agree with. After five years? Yeah. Five years of doing this show. They tried to do this in 2021, and apparently the. Uh, the people they hired, Sky Synergy, said it wasn't feasible. They fired them again, and they're trying to recruit Southwest. Whatever you have Sky to do. Sky Synergy, what do they know? Uh, whatever you have to do to make it happen, please make it happen I'm with this you. year. And and where are we going to connect? Because there's not going to be a ton of one ways out of, you know, you're going to fly to maybe Atlanta, Dallas, the, the usual suspects. What new nonstop flights would we have? That's what I want to know. Where do I want to go? Yeah, if you could get a nonstop out of X and A to anywhere, where would it be? Southwest have something in Boston. That's the yeah, big city. I mean, they're, they're pretty much okay. everywhere. Boston. Boston. I haven't been to Boston yet. I'd I mean, like you'll to. get the usual suspects. You'll get Dallas. You'll get Atlanta. Maybe a nonstop to New Orleans would be good. Bill and Fayetteville says Southwest. Run down and get some beignets, Chuck. Hey, uh, let's go to Bora Bora. How about that? Ooh. A nonstop flight to Bora Bora. They're going to have to get a big plane for Bora Bora. <laughs> I mean, a big I'd plane. I'd be in on that. I'd be yeah. the only one on there. Denver? Say. Denver would be good. I think they do have that. They do have non... I know... Well, but non, I don't, I'm not X and A yet. Yeah, they have it. I, I know Little Rock, but yeah, Denver yeah. would be a good one. I, I know Tulsa's not that far away. Little Rock's not too far away, but just having that next and A for a good <laughs> chunk of our audience would just be so much easier. Boys, I remember Southwest they were... Came. They were Chuck, Chuck will remember this. There used to be flights a couple times a day between Fort Smith and Fayetteville. You got to Fort Smith, get on a plane, and fly to Drake Field. That's how far we come. I'll be interested to see what happens on that. I can remember when uh, when Chad Morris was first hired at Arkansas, the first charter trip we took, uh, they chartered a plane from Southwest. And a lot of the commercial airlines were still in the charter business then. Very few are now, but Southwest was then. And so there was a Southwest plane that was parked over there in the private, you know, the, uh, re the regional jet center part of XNA. And when I pulled up, I noticed over by the fence a couple of photographers. And I thought, well, what's that all about? And got on the plane, didn't really think anything about it. And come to find out, everyone had seen the Southwest plane parked out there, and they thought Southwest is coming to XNA. Yeah. And you had Arkansas Business Journal, you had the Democrat Gazette, you had all those <laughs> photographers out there taking pictures of that plane parked there because the rumor was spreading like wildfire yeah. that Southwest was coming to XNA yeah. when in reality... Southwest was uh, simply the charter yeah. company that Arkansas had contracted with that day. Yeah. I think it was the last time it happened. Did your bags fly free that day, Chuck? 
Uh, they did fly free, as a yeah. matter of fact. Yeah, yes. that's good. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that happens. That would not be a holiday mistake. We've <laughs> mentioned our holiday mistakes. If Southwest was to come to Northwest Arkansas, that would not be a mistake. Now, were you in A boarding, B boarding, or did you oh. procrastinate and you got a C boarding pass that day? I was in the slappy section of the plane, <laughs> wherever the uh, wherever the non-essential personnel on the football trip sit, wherever they sat on that trip, that's that's where I was. That is the worst when you forget to check yourself in on the Southwest flights and you end up with like C fifty four. You are in a middle seat between uh, two people that can't fit in seats A and, and C already. You are. You were in for a long flight. It's going to be rough to yeah. that point in time. Hopefully it ends up happening. Don't know if we get an update on that. We'll have to wait and see. For now, you have to transfer flights or you're having to sit on a flight. And on the subject oh. of transfers, that's really the big topic right now. What a segue. I like that. Yeah, what a segue. That. Those broadcasting so, lessons are paying off. Well, they're, they cost about 60 grand at the U of A. But I, I'm so... I thought that there was a good point made earlier. Um, I don't know if this was Chuck or a listener, but and I had it written down too. There's going to be more attention paid to what's going on in the transfer portal. News coming about it, changes coming about it, than bowl season leading up until basically the college football play. I think here, for example, right? We talked about KJ earlier. We're talking about potentially adding some Georgia transfers, a Tennessee transfer, all this other stuff. People pay more attention to recruiting now than they ever have. And all I heard leading up to the portal being opened and NIL coming down was it was going to destroy college football and college sports. In fact, it's made it better. But I will say this. It has pushed some coaches out. Mm. It pushed out Mike Krzyzewski. It pushed out Jay Wright. And it pushed out Roy Williams. And I think if this new thing that's gone on with the transfer portal... Which, for those that haven't heard, I want to make sure I, I get this right to this point. There was a recent thing that changed when it comes to the NCAA rule where it's not going to prevent multi-transferring athletes from playing immediately to this point. He was Dictor Judge, spoke it down. There's a 14-day temporary restraining order. This is going to push out Nick Saban if it happens. This will be the end of Nick Saban's tenure at Alabama if this comes into play. Why? What now? Why, now? what are you talking about? If... It happens where you can transfer without penalty, not just one time, but any time, anywhere, once a year, once a calendar year. You can't play at the same, you can't play at one school during the same playing season, then transfer out midseason. But if this happens where there are unlimited transfers, not just as graduates, not just as one times, but if this comes into effect, this will end Nick Saban. He won't deal with this anymore. And I think it's going to happen. And I think if they win the national championship this year and this comes into effect, he's going to retire. Are he's we talking do. about the portal or are we talking about Nick Saban retiring? What are we talking the portal, about portal, If the portal ends up doing what it could potentially do, where, again, right now the portal is set up, you have one free transfer in college sports, and then if you graduate, you can do it as many as you want. If it changes where you can transfer as much as you want, there's no... Anywhere, anytime. There's, yeah, anywhere, anytime. As bags long, fly free. Bags fly free. All right. This will be the end of Nick Saban, and we'll see some other... This will be the final straw. This will be the straw that can't broke the camel's That's back. That's a leap there, buddy. No, I it's mean, not. I don't think so. 
Tell me why. Wait, wait, wait. Why does every rule change out there hinge on like, well, this is going to force Nick Saban into retirement? Who cares? If he retires over that, let him retire. I, I oh, care. I'm happy. I hope it happens because I think... And, and the others, be- too. Look, if... if there, there are changes in every business. I got news for you, Ty. Broadcasting's a lot different now than it was when you were born. A whole lot different. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot different than it was when I started. You either adapt or you'd get out. And, you know, that's uh, – he's – I mean, I guarantee you what's happened in college football right now is no more – I mean, it's, it's not any more earth-shattering than what you're talking about. If he gets out, when he gets out, it's going to be because he's aged out. He's 70-something. Um I don't think there's anything cataclysmic that's going to come down the road that's going to be any more dramatic than what we've seen so far. So I think it's. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going to drive. I don't think this will drive him out. I don't think this issue that you're saying this issue will drive him out. There may be things that drive him out, but I don't think it'll be this. I think it's a combination of build up to this point with the NIL with the. Transfer you think this board. will be the last straw? I think if they win the national championship and this comes to effect, you will see a retirement ceremony from Nick Saban the next when? year. So. Really? I hope it happens right after the championship. I really? hope he says he hangs up his stuff. But I think this, again, if this ends up coming to effect full-time, it's right now in like 13 days or whatever, um, and we, I guess we need to probably discuss it more in detail, I think this will be the end of Nick Saban, and he'll just say, I'm done. Maybe it's more. I don't know how like you're tying it. I, I don't know why we're tying this into Saban, but because, I don't agree with that. Because what was presented – with Mike Krzyzewski, Jay Wright, and Roy Williams, who are both old. Jay Wright's not the same age as those guys, but they still had coaching life left. Okay, I, look, and, I, I, I get your premise. I, I, I just, um, you know, I, it, hey, if this does, I mean, great, but I, I, haven't, I haven't thought about it in those terms, so for, put it that way. For those that haven't read the rule, basically the, there were previously ineligible athletes that were at certain schools that have been granted an injunction that could technically play, started, I guess, yesterday the day before, the next two weeks. The issue with this is some colleges have played these said players that were going to have to sit out a year. The others have not because... If you play a game during this stretch and the rule or the the injunction is reversed, then those said players lose a season and they can't play the rest of the year. Yeah. Either a red shirt or a season. So that is why again some colleges are playing them, some colleges aren't to this point. I think it's ultimately gonna happen. Now, again, when you get into law and the tricky stuff, it doesn't doesn't always work out according to plan like you think it is, but with that mindset, thinking it's going to happen, I think this is just another another thing to add to Nick Saban's irritation, and not just him, other college football coaches as well. He's the GOAT, he's the greatest of all time, and there will be some degree of, of drop-off at Alabama. But I think in your head, you think there's going to be this cataclysmic fall of Alabama football that brings him down to a second-tier program in the SEC, and I just don't buy into that. I, I, I will admit that I, I, I do think you know, the rule about unlimited transfers and things of that nature. And I do think there's some interesting things going on in college basketball the last two or three nights. Players that were sitting out after a second transfer, some of them around the country have played the last couple of nights. Now, the flip side to that is if this temporary restraining order is reversed, um, these players could lose a year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. The immediate effect of this has nothing to do with college football. The immediate effect affects college basketball. 
I, I, these are two separate issues, Ty. I, 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 you're, 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 you're right when you bring up this transfer rule and the fact that it could very well have a, a, a lasting impact if this becomes permanent. But we have no idea that that's going to happen. And I got to admit, when I read that, what, how it's going to affect Nick Saban is the last thing on my mind. This, this, this does have the potential to have a, to have an effect on the college basketball season, and it could depending upon what happens between now and next fall, have an effect on college football. But I think tying it to Nick Saban's future is, um, you know, I mean, I think that's a stretch, you're, I'll just be honest. You're right on the timeliness. This is going to affect college football more quickly because we're in the midst of their season. I know bowl season's going on, but this is really in the heart of college basketball season. I just think that that is one of the possibilities that I could foresee happening when it comes to if this rule ends up becoming permanent. Well, I, I guess we'll see if it becomes permanent. And I don't know that that's going to happen. If it does, um, I'll be looking for that Saban retirement. And Can't wait. Day. I'll Can't be, wait. Uh, I'll be, Do you I'll really be think they're falling off the cliff? you think they're going to fall off a cliff when Saban's done? Bryant, one title under Stallings, and what can you? What have the other coaches done inside those paths? Nothing. Okay. Absolutely nothing. That. But it's a different fan era. base. Exactly. He has managed to navigate every obstacle to this point because he's the greatest coach of all time. They Why are we talking a- about Alabama? Why are we talking about Nick Saban? I mean, give me a break. Who cares? I mean, if he retires over this, so what? Is Alabama going to have a drop-off when he leaves? Well, of course it they are. It changes the of complete dynamic of the Southeastern Conference. It changes that everything yeah. in football. I don't think it changes everything because I think they'll get a great coach. But, yes, there will be a drop-off when he's done. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.